Hey friends, just wanted to let you know that if you have little kids around, you might want to listen to this episode first before listening to it with them. As a reminder, Join the Journey Junior is a great podcast and really just great resource for families with kids. Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with a faithful Watermark member, Jennifer Collins. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. So glad to have you here, Jennifer. We just met this morning. In fact, I called you Jessica <laughs> when I saw you in the in the lobby. So Jennifer, would you just share a little bit about how you came to know the Lord? Fast forward, what's going on in your life today? Yeah, sure. So I grew up in a Christian home, but I didn't really accept the Lord as my Savior and really mm. choose Him um, and really understand what He'd done for me until I was about 18 years old. Okay, so end of high school. End of high school. That's when it all sort of clicked in my heart, like who God is, what He's done for me, who He says I am. It all sort of came together in an aha moment um, as I was reading Romans. Mm. And that's when I really was like, okay, I'm all in. I mean, praise God for that. So now you fast forward the clock, you're you're married, you've got some kiddos, you're fostering, but that's ending soon. Yes. I Sadly. have two biological sons and we have one foster daughter who will be leaving us at the end of this month. Okay. And then you serve with Courageous Hope. So for those who don't know, what is Courageous Hope? What do y'all do? Uh, and how can they get involved? Courageous Hope is Watermark's sexual abuse recovery ministry for women. It is a safe place for women of all backgrounds um, to come together, support each other, encourage each other, and really walk through a recovery process that is centered around who God is. Totally. Well, let's dive into today's chapter. We'll link all the information for Courageous Hope in the episode description. If you feel like that might be a great next step for you or for someone you know, that link will be in the description. Um, but today we are in Judges 19, in which we do encounter abuse uh, pretty graphically. Uh, for the scriptures, uh, definitely not the passage you're reading as a little kid. Uh, what, Jennifer, as you read this passage, what did you notice? Well, I think the first part of the passage really lets sets a stage for um, understanding the state of Israel. And I think it can all be summed up in the first sentence of the passage, mm -hmm. Israel had no king. That's the NIV. There was no king. And this is pretty ominous um, first statement because God is supposed to be the king of Israel, but here that Israel has no earthly king, but the statement also points to that they have completely turned from God and rejected his mm. authority over them. Um, so it really sets this ominous tone of what's about to come. Yeah, the depravity the that depravity comes with that reality. It, yeah. And then you have, it moves into talking about the Levite. And there's, mm -hmm. you're going to see in this first part, and I won't talk too much about it, but you'll see just evidence that there things have gone terribly wrong mm -hmm. in Israel. The Levite took a concubine. Which the Levites are the priests. The priests. They're supposed to be the, the religious leaders, the right. religious teachers, and he takes a concubine. And um, he's also traveling away from his home. And I was reading in one commentary that that 
that was uncommon for a Levite. So he's not really acting no, like a Levite a priest. should act. And for those who don't know, a concubine would be a, a prostitute who lives with him? Yeah, so what, yeah, what I looked into was that a concubine is a woman he has committed to as mm-hmm. his wife, but she does not have the title and privileges of the status of being his wife. It's a great definition. So it's like she's more than a prostitute. She's more than like a sex slave, mm-hmm. but she's not, not a wife. fully established as a wife. So an awkward, inappropriate yes. middle ground. Yes, and it is a relationship that you see in other parts of the Scripture, but mm-hmm. it is not a relationship blessed by God mm. anywhere in Scripture. Um, so then they're traveling, and they go to the city. He specifically wants to go to stay in a city of Israelites, God's people, his people there. Um, he wanted to be with his people. Mm-hmm. But there was this terrible lack of hospitality, which is another sign that something is terribly wrong in Israel right now because that would have been unheard of Mm -hmm. in that culture. But that's how far they had spiraled away from the Lord. So that kind of just sets the scene. Things aren't going well for Israel. This is this is not a good place. Mm-hmm. One thing that kept playing in my mind and and I kept coming back to was the value of women in this story. Um, they're staying at this old man's house, and when the townspeople came banging on the door demanding the man, this this old man, the host. Mm-hmm. Um, offers his virgin daughter and the concubine to protect the Levite from being raped. Hmm. It says he was disgusted by the thought of his male guest being raped. He called it outrageous. Hmm. To him, it was more acceptable for them to rape his female guest and his daughter. Hmm. Well, I was thinking about just the position the daughter was in. This act would have devastated her chances at ever getting married, ever getting married, or having a good match mm-hmm. made for her, she would not have had a good marriage prospect. Um, she would have been viewed as defiled, and um, so it would have really ruined her entire future and status in society. I think there's also something there about the father's willingness to do that, because the the dad would have known if I give up my girl. Like, this is ruining her future, and he willingly wanted to do that, and that's not a good dad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how disappointing that that's the state these people were in, that they thought it was a good idea. Yeah. So in the end, the Levite, um, who is now referred to as the man, throws out his own concubine, and it is she that's the one that takes the full measure of the abuses. This lasted all night, and it implies there was sexual abuse and physical abuse happening Mm -hmm. because it brought her to death. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the ESV reads, um, they knew her and abused her all night until the morning, and then they let her go. She came and fell down at the door of the man's house where her master was until it was light. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I thought was really interesting, a kind of a side note, was that the scripture switches from referring to this guy as a Levite mm-hmm. to her husband, to the man, mm. and now he's referred to as the master. And I think his identity oh, shifts throughout this narrative. 
Um, yeah, and I and I think that shift of that identity shift throughout the narrative was really telling for the shift that was happening in his heart mm. and how he was viewing and treating his concubine. His title changes with his actions towards her. Mm. That's such a good observation. What do you what do you do with that? What's the what's the message behind that observation? I think at this point, not just him, mm-hmm. but Israel as a whole was so disconnected from God to the point where they could no longer see the remnant of the image of God mm. within each other. Mm. We can see what happens to humanity when it reaches that point. It's complete depravity and unimaginable evil. Yes. Let me ask you this. There's probably, uh, we, we, we've got to wrap up soon, but there's probably a woman or a man listening who has experienced abuse and reading this story is not encouraging. What, what would you leave them with? Well, I had a couple thoughts, actually. I have a hard time wrapping my mind around how this woman was utterly unvalued. She was violated in every possible way, even in death. Her master dismissed the fact that she was broken, beaten, and left for dead. He said to her, get up, let's go. Hmm. And that's pretty dismissive. And if that wasn't enough, he insults the memory of her even more by cutting her body into pieces and sending those pieces out into all of Israel. So he publicly humiliates her twice, the first time by tossing her body out to be consumed, and the second by sending her body out into pieces as a spectacle. So I think we can really understand right here how he truly saw her, the man. He saw her as a piece of flesh, not as a beloved creation of God, bearing the image of God, which is who she really was. Mm. And I think that's important for people who are listening who have been abused in one form or another, that um, they are beloved Mm. creations of God, that they have value. Definitely. That that has not been taken from Mm -hmm. them. Even if it feels like it's like it has. God's the one who assigns value, not people. There was one thing that um, I ran into when I was reading commentaries on this. There was a commentary that led the reader to believe that the concubine was partly responsible hmm. for get, ending up in this position. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to address that. Please do. Because it's, there's this very archaic and wrong idea that unfortunately still remains in people's minds that some women deserve what happens to them because of their past, their life choices, or because of the way they present themselves. Mm. And the concubine was not a righteous woman. And some might read this and say she put herself in this position. Mm -hmm. So let me be clear to those who are listening who have— And might have that— as taken yes, perspective. Yes. Um, none of those factors I just mentioned, a woman's past, her life choices, or what she looks like, are an invitation for her to be humiliated, abused, oppressed, and have her God-given dignity stripped from her. And if there are women or men listening to this and have been blamed for the abuse done to them, it was not your fault. You did not ask to be so horribly mistreated and neither did this woman in the story. Um, she is nameless, but God knows her name. He saw her, and he has preserved her story for all time. And I believe one of the reasons he has preserved it 
is because he she does have value. Her story has value. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with you, Jennifer. I think that theologically it comes down to what does it mean to be made in the image of God? Mm-hmm. And if we believe that all human beings are made in God's image, that means that then on their best day, when they're living righteously, or on their worst day, when they're buried in sin— they are still image bearers mm-hmm. and have dignity, worth, and value. So to assert that because you are sinning, you lose that dignity means that you don't understand what it means to be made in the image of God. Uh, so I, I appreciate you making that clarification. I'm going to link, or, or I'll have our team link, um, Bailey's Watermark News story, her testimony, in the episode description. I served in women's Bible study with her, mm-hmm. and it's a really encouraging story of a tragic, uh, honestly, resembling this passage, a dad who didn't who didn't love his daughter as he should have, um, but a story of redemption of her through that eventually coming to know Jesus. And now she serves faithfully uh, in our church. So we'll link that for those listening to just kind of see what God can do mm-hmm. with a story like that today. Jennifer, thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, again, you are so welcome. We will put the link to Courageous Hope in the episode description. I hope you all listening have a great day. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.